0: Welcome back to another episode of Molding the Mindset. On this episode, we will look back on my cross-country trip that I just embarked on. So I officially made it to LA. I made it here on Monday, which would have been the 18th. Got here around 7 o'clock. So we'll take a look back and I'll share my thoughts on the trip. Did it meet or exceed my expectations? Would I have done anything different? You know, what were some of my favorite parts? Things I ate. My favorite stretch of the drive. What was my favorite city? So on and so forth. Um, how long did I drive for before I would stop? And how did I plan my stops? How did I plan my rooms for the night? Um, and then, how, you know, how am I feeling? What's next? What am I looking to get into next? And and what am I looking to do now that I'm actually here um, in LA? Something that I've been trying to plan for a very long time. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, and here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Molding the Mindset. As I said in the intro, it is official. I am here. I made it on Monday night. Made it to Los Angeles. Goal off the list. Cross it out. Put a check next to it. It's still surreal. It still doesn't seem like it's not vacation. I think as over the next week or so as I, you know, as I start to line up these jobs, um, look for an apartment and settle into something settle into some things, it will feel a little bit more real as soon as I have somewhere where I have to be every day um or you know, or at least I have a place to go to every night and a bed to call my own. Then I think it will start to feel a little bit more real. But we at least got the hardest part done. And that was actually making the leap. And making the drive. Uh, Currently, I am staying at my cousin's house. So shout out to him for allowing me to sleep on his couch for the time being. Uh, I took him all of 10 minutes to want to kick me out, but we got through it, we got past it, um, I'm sure that will happen several more times over the next couple of weeks while I get my stuff together, um, but yeah man, got here on Monday, we, him and I went out to dinner, um, had a really good conversation, caught up, I haven't seen him in a, you know, him in a little bit here, probably since the holidays, but you know, we, we both said it's, it's still a surreal feeling because him and I have been talking about this for so long, um, but it's finally happening. I finally made it out here. I promised him I would make it out here. I promised myself I would make it out here more importantly. And we're here. Um, so let's jump into the trip. It took me approximately 42 hours. It was four days of driving. I stopped in f- four different cities including um, obviously Los Angeles and then including PA as well, in um, Pittsburgh. So four different cities. I stopped in and drove through 11 different states, starting in Pennsylvania. Drove from Pennsylvania to Ohio, Ohio to Indiana, and then Indiana down, um, I'm sorry, to Illinois. And then, let's try that again. PA, Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and then finally landing in California. So 11 states in total. um, Again, around 42 hours driving. And it was cool, man. It was a really, really cool experience. I would suggest if anyone is thinking about doing it, to definitely, definitely do it. Even if you're, if, you're, if you're thinking about it and it's something you want to do for forever, but you, know, you, you don't necessarily know um, if it's the right move, I would strongly suggest at least attempting it. Um, as you get out into the middle of the country and you start to see how big this country is and, you, and your eyes just start to open up right in front of you, it's, it's, it's a unique experience. It's a pretty cool opportunity. So if you have the opportunity to do it, then I would strongly suggest doing it. And I did it for around give or take a couple of uh give or take a couple of dollars, but se- um seven hundred dollars. We just call it an even seven hundred dollars. That was including my room. That was including my gas. That was including food, um, tolls, miscellaneous stuff. E- example is I went to the Pro Football Hall of Fame on Saturday, and you know got a small souvenir there. So I'd follow that under the miscellaneous tab. And then, um, yeah, that was that was about everything. That was everything that I spent my money on. I didn't, again, didn't go out of my way to see anything. I think that I had a goal in mind and I wanted to accomplish it. I wasn't viewing it as a leisure trip. I wasn't viewing it um, as a vacation. It was a business trip, right? I wanted to get here. I wanted to you know, start my new life and and start this new opportunity and this new journey. And that's what I did. And that's the way I approached it. So I would drive anywhere from 10 to 12 hours a day. I would say probably average, let's just call it 11 and a half. I would average 11 and a half hours driving per day, throw in some stops along the way. And it was probably 12 and a half. Um, So I I would drive around two to three hours and then I would take a break, you know, pull over Get gas, go to the bathroom, stretch your legs. Definitely want to keep your legs moving. You don't want them to be um immobile for too long. You start to cramp up. But you can get into some more serious health issues. But, you know, definitely making sure that you're getting up, getting out of the car, stretching, and then um you know, going to the bathroom and and doing whatever. So I would stop. Again, I would stop three to four times. A day, for those for all of those reasons. Um, obviously, number one being gas. So I would say gas and room were the two biggest expenses. Gas, I spent between two hundred and twenty-five and two hundred and fifty um, when I was logging. When I was logging the expenses, I may have missed a stop. I may have missed a gas stop or two, but I would say roughly between two twenty-five and two hundred and fifty. So. um not all that bad. Actually, exactly what I expected because I just did some pretty basic math as far as what my car got as far as miles per gallon. How much I could get, you know, from a full tank of gas. How many miles I can get out of that. And then how much the trip was. And you just do some basic math and you're able to figure that out. Room. For rooming, I used Airbnb Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday I ended up getting a Holiday in Express. I did... Try and book an Airbnb, but they did cancel on me, um, which is not a big deal I was right next to a holiday, and so I was able to salvage that very you know pretty fast. So I would definitely suggest if you're going to do something like this, use Airbnb. Airbnb makes it extremely simple um, to find rooms. You just type in the city, you type in the amount of rooms you're looking for, if you're looking to have the entire place to yourself, if you want to share you know if you want to share it, there could be other people there. It's sort of like a hostile situation, but um, it's very simple. And it worked out great. So I would so about three to four hours after my destination, I would get on there, book the room, then head. Then the next place I would head is there. And I did that Friday night, Saturday night, and then obviously tried to do it Sunday, but I was able to. You know, I I stayed in Holiday Inn Express. Um, My favorite part of the trip was hands down driving through New Mexico into Albuquerque. Um, the sky was, you know, cotton candy skies, the sun was setting, I was driving toward, I was driving into the sun, and then all around you, you know, you're surrounded by just these massive, massive canyons, and all these, you know, all these different, um, rock faces, and they're all different shades of red, which is really, really cool to see, um, and then Albuquerque itself, from what I experienced, was a very cool town. I wish I actually, actually had some more time to explore it. But my brief time there, it was very cool. Uh, looks like they had a lot going on. Uh, I actually had someone reach out to me and said, if you do have more time, explore Albuquerque a little more because it is interesting. But what was cool about Albu- Albuquerque is, is it's situated below the, or in you know in between or below the 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 canyons so when you're standing at ground level in albuquerque and you look up you're just staring up at these un at these you know these breathtaking canyon faces and it's it's so cool um in albuquerque i stopped at this place it was called nexus brewing company and had a great meal Uh, had catfish fish tacos and then was in bed probably by seven o'clock The way I broke the trip up as far as driving time, so, you know, it's 12 and a half hours including stops per day. I would say that's the best way to go about it unless you're trying to, one, see some more things, so obviously you're going to need more time spent doing, doing those things, so less time driving. Or two, if you're driving with someone else where you guys can rotate, then you guys can go for a lot longer. Right, one can sleep while the other one's driving, and it wouldn't be nearly as, you know, nearly as um, taxing on one person. But for the way that I was going about it, I would defi- I would definitely, you know, suggest no more than than twelve and twelve hours of driving. Um, I was going to keep going, so on Sunday, I got to Albuquerque around 5:30 p.m. I was feeling great. I was like, I might as well just keep going. I can make it to Flagstaff. Arizona by 10: 11 o'clock. I'm like, all right, well, let me just stop in Albuquerque. I'll get something to eat, I'll refuel, I'll see how I feel. You don't realize how taxing or mentally draining it is to drive for that long, um, and you know, pretty much staring at nothing the entire time. The minute I got into Albuquerque, I got out of my car, I went into this re- this brewing company, sat down at the bar. I was getting ready to order my food. I almost fell out of my chair because I fell asleep or was about to fall asleep sitting up. It was, ext- it's an, ext- it's an very, um, I say like fumble over my words here, still getting used to this podcast thing, but it's a lot more taxing on your energy on your, you know, on your brain and from a mental standpoint it's it's very it's extremely taxing so you're going to be you're going to be exhausted even with the stops you know getting out and stretching and all the and all those sorts of things it still adds up and even though it seems like you're not really doing much right there's not a lot of physical activity and drop involved in it or you're not it's not like you're at work all day and you're and you're gonna be exhausted from that it's it's a little different it's just from being in the car that long by yourself and then staring at absolutely nothing, you just it just wears on you. So I wouldn't try and put – if you're going to do something like that, I wouldn't try pushing it too much more than that. If you can, good for you. I wouldn't suggest doing it because I think you might get caught in a situation where if you do try to push it, then you're getting extremely tired while you're driving, which is extremely dangerous, obviously, but then you could also get stuck in a spot where you're a little bit you're a little bit away from normal situations, right so maybe you're you know for example I, I want to drive to Flagstaff, but between New Mexico and Flagstaff, there was not much. so if I would have kept going, I could have potentially potentially screwed myself and gotten into a situation where I was in the middle of nowhere, and I needed to go to bed. So I'm very happy at the choices I made as far as driving time, listening to my body, um, when when I kind of feel myself getting tired and not pushing it too much. And it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. So if you're going to do something like that, again, make sure you're breaking it up. As far as the rest of the, you know, the rest of the trip, Canton was cool, and and, and seeing the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a, as a huge football fan was, was an awesome experience. Um, had an opportunity to possibly go to Denver, go see a couple of friends up there, but I elected not to just because it was a, f- a few moments out of the way, or sorry, a few hours out of the way, It just, I didn't want to add all that time driving. Um... If you're going to do this and you're going to Stop and see some things Then from that standpoint I really can't help you Because I didn't really stop and see much Again my favorite part was driving through Albuquerque And then eating in Albuquerque So obviously I didn't do too much right? Um, But I'm okay with that I I don't feel like I missed out on anything at all Um, Again had a goal in mind Wanted to accomplish it and got it done I really didn't come come across any unexpected delays or... I mean, I'm not exaggerating. This couldn't have went any better. It was not nearly as daunting as I thought it was going to be. When you look... Before you leave, as you look at it, you're like, man, this is going to be... This is pretty crazy. It wasn't all that crazy. It wasn't all that difficult. Um, It was pretty... A pretty easy drive because most of it is spent on the same highway, which was Route 40, which takes you, I want to say, from all the way from Illinois to California, I want to say. I was on that the majority of the trip. And then once you get into Oklahoma and Texas, um, Indiana, those places, it's just rolling hills there's land as far as the eye could see uh a lot of cows a lot of a n- whole, whole lot of nothing let's put it that way a whole lot of nothing you start to wonder things like where, where the hell are all the people at and if there are people here what the hell do they do <laughs> what what can these piece, these people possibly be doing on a daily basis It was it was mind blowing. You know, you look at the map and you can see that the country is big, but you don't really understand or you can you know you can't really conceptualize the act you know the amount of land that is spread out across this country and how big it actually is. It was eye opening. It was cool. It was really freaking cool, man. And I would definitely do it again. Hundred percent, do it again. If I would, you know, if I do move back to the, back to the East Coast, I would definitely drive back again, because it wasn't nearly as bad as I as I thought it was gonna be. For eighty five percent of the trip, I would even say more than that. Probably ninety percent of the trip, it was clear skies. I lucked out in that from that standpoint. Uh, So if you're gonna do it, there's two routes you can go: The, the northern route. Or the southern route. I elected to go the southern route, just to try to avoid, you know, inclement weather, and not really put myself into too bad of, you know, too bad a situation. But um, the southern route was definitely the best way to go. Now I say ninety percent clear, because I did hit some inclement inclement weather, and I hit it in all. In all the places I could have hit, I drove through PA, Ohio, Illinois, and Indiana. And out of those four places, I didn't hit snow in any of them. But I hit two blizzards in Arizona. Now, if you were to tell me... (laughs) That you live in Arizona. My immediate thought. Would be. Uh, pretty hot there huh? Yeah. In the summers it gets to like 120 degrees. Pretty much have to wear sunblock almost every day. Not only was it not the case. And this, now this may have been different because I drove through Flagstaff. And Flagstaff is in is 7,000 feet of elevation. Probably the case probably the reason why that i you know hit snow where i did hit snow but was still beyond confused when i hit two blizzards where i couldn't go more than 30 miles an hour i could barely see and at one point i was nothing too dramatic but i was slipping you know slipping over the road didn't make any i couldn't figure it out didn't make any sense (laughs) but yes so two blizzards both in Arizona. That was the only inclement weather that I hit. I was able to make it through them. That was on Monday that that happened. Um, was able to make it through them. You know, no, no issues. Um, but that was it. Other than that, again, it was clear blue skies. It was perfect. It Driving through Texas and Oklahoma, although boring. A lot of cows. A lot of windmills. Although boring. It was gorgeous. Out. I had the windows down. I had a really good playlist playing, and it was relaxing i had I would set cruise control in the entire time, and I would let you know kind of like lounge lounge in my seat rather than you know sitting upright or having one foot on the pedal, just set that cruise control in and and kind of lounging so it wasn't again wasn't all that bad. So I'm extremely happy with how with how it went. I don't think I would change a thing about the way I did it. Again, 700 hours the entire trip cost me. Not bad at all. You know, I drove across the country for the price you could pay to go on, to go on vacation. So it's not that it was not that bad. It fit perfect into my budget. Um, and it was cool man it was eye opening and it was it was freeing I, I really did feel a sense of freedom especially as I got into California and got closer to LA it finally set in that I was that I just made this huge leap and that I made this this dream become a reality but now it's time to get to work and it's time to put some things together and make this dream or make this reality a stable one and not something that I just get to experience for a month or two you know that I have to then have to change up I'm here to stay I'm here to make this work I'm here to work on things that i that I really want to work on this podcast being one of them. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. Am I nervous? Yep. Am I scared? A little bit. But I have faith in myself. And I hope all of you do as well. To just believe in yourself. Believe that it's going to work out. And trust the process. And it will make... Doing things like this, like driving across the country or change, you know changing jobs or you know, taking a whole different path in life or starting a business or anything like that, it will make you stay the course, even when it gets hard. It seems very easy to do these podcast episodes an example of staying the course. It was very easy to do these podcast episodes while I was driving. For some reason, I sat down to do this podcast today, and this is probably the thirtieth time that I've recorded this. And it could have been very easy for me to go, nah, forget about it. I was like, you know what? No, I want to do this. I want to get this done. I'm not just gonna give up that easy. So, if you're looking to make a leap, make a you know a big change. Go, you know, move across the country or, or start a new job or start your own business. Again, stay the course. Trust the process. And it will all work out. I know I've said that in a previous episode, but that's because I, tr- I truly do believe it. And I truly believe this that this is, is going to work. And I have a lot more confidence now that I know that I just drove across the country to chase after to chase after a goal. That goal being to move to LA. And checking goals off my list is extremely fun and it's extremely motivating. So if you're maybe stuck in life or stuck in your position you want to make a change you don't know how to go about it i would strongly suggest starting at square one and just making a list of goals and at least holding yourself accountable because for a long time i had i had spoken about this trip and wanting to do this and wanting to move out here but i wasn't holding myself accountable and I finally did, and now we're here. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for hanging in here with me. If you did make it to the end of this podcast, I know that I'm, you know, I'm still very new at this. So I'm still trying to structure, figure out how to structure these, and move from point to point and keep it flowing. But they will get better. I promise you that. I will keep putting these out there. If anyone would like to speak about my, you know, about my trip, and maybe want some suggestions, or if you want to even just tell me, hey, I think you could have you know, w- I would have done this differently or I would have done, you know, I would have stopped here or I would have stopped there. Would love to hear your thoughts. If you have any feedback on the podcast, let me know. Give me some pointers, give me some tips. I know I speak fast. I'm trying to work on that. I know I may fumble over my words. I'm working on that. I'm trying to stop saying um and so trying to, to eliminate those and make sure that we flow through this conversation nice and it's a, an enjoyable listen. If anyone would like to reach out to me, you can reach me at underscore BG219 on Instagram. Or you can email me at rgosa105 at gmail.com. Until next time, peace.